is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Lincoln Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Hello, the voice you just heard is right, this is Lincoln A to Z. What he didn't say, and it's rather remiss of him, I'll be telling him off later, is that this is Lincoln A to Z on the East Midlands Station of the Year, Siren FM. Hey, we're currently reapplying for that title. Uh, I don't know, we're going to have to bung somebody again for it for that, but uh, uh, we're reapplying for it now. This whole programme will be the station's submission. We are that confident it is going to be that good. Our first programme back of our final series of Lincoln A to Z. I'm Paul Tyler. I've been holidaying on the Brayford Paul Island, uh, but taking his vacation in Aruba and doing all the real work is Johnny Hall. Hey Johnny. Hey, hello there. Now then, uh, could you play the audio of this week's selection please? My name's Jess. I've lived in Lincoln for 17 years and I think it's a really nice place. Right, okay. You'll pick out square ones. Don't look inside. V3. Right, where are we going? Where are you sending us here? That looks like the middle of nowhere. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. V3. So, Johnny, what's in V3? Okay, V3, we're heading out to Nettleham, and this is Mulsane Park, which is a, a recreational ground for the, the good people of Nettleham. Uh, and our grid includes the football ground and the cricket pavilion. Sounds nice, sounds nice. So, uh, if you know anything about this grid or any of our other 51 grids, past or present, then please get in touch. You can email us, Lincoln, A to Z, at sirenonline.co.uk. You'll find us on the Facebook, and there's always Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. And all of those details, as well as podcasts for previous shows, are available on our fabulous website. LincolnAtoZ.co.uk So let's find out what happened when Johnny and I visited our V3 grid. And it's times like this, I think I should have been a tabloid journalist. As short of any facts, I made some up. Here we are, V3. Uh, a, nice, uh, a nice day, a bit overcast. You might say, already you're thinking, well, there's not going to be much in this grid because he's already talking about the weather. Um, you'd be right. But, uh, but it is, it's, it's kind, of, uh, kind of a close day, I would say. The sun's not out, but it's, uh, it's a nice day out for a bike ride. And uh, on the way through here today, we're in Netlam. And on the way through uh, Netlam, uh, it's, it's, it's a nice place. We sometimes go on about uh, the satellite villages around Lincoln being where the money is. Well, um, they haven't seen anything until they get to Netlam. I mean, this is it. This has got more accountants per square mile uh, than any other place in Lincolnshire. Um, uh, which is, uh, I, I, of course, I've just made up, but yeah, I mean, I nearly got hit by an Audi on the way out here, so it's kind of put me in a bad mood. So the village itself is extremely picturesque. As you, as you come down sort of Mill Hill and the, and the High Street, uh, you can see the brook, uh, and you can see just down from the stream uh, that flows through the, through the street, down one of the streets, and uh, nice stone cottages, uh, real nice old English uh, village feel to it really nice good uh, uh, good pub with all uh, bunting out the side i like a bit of bunting mm -hmm. but uh, then uh, we cycle to our grid uh, which is a tarmac car park uh, i'm looking at a skip 
which is probably done for recycled clothing, uh, and a, a pebble-dashed concrete garage. Um, I, sometimes I worry about the concept of our of our program. We should have just said Netlam. Let's go and talk about it when we get there. Uh, instead, we've picked uh, Mulsane Park. V3 is Mulsane Park. There's not much to it. Most of this is a farmer's field, um, but it has got a football pitch a cricket pavilion and a cricket pitch not even a I mean it's got a tennis court just around the corner but we can't talk about that because it's not in the grid uh, so damn goes our, our game of tennis that we wanted to play Johnny <laughs> I mean I, I've not been to Nellum for 10 years and I know it's 10 years but it was my sister's wedding and they had their 10th anniversary very recently so I know it's exactly 10 years I've had no course to come here since uh, if we weren't doing this programme I'd have no course to come here today um, and yeah like you say the main village quite pretty quite picturesque it would be nice to look around there but yeah, we're we're down here mm-hmm. in our grid, looking at a big expanse of tarmac, and they couldn't massive massive car park here at Mulsane Park. No cycle racks. That always puts me in a bad mood when you arrive in a place and they haven't even just set aside a tiny little corner somewhere for some cycle racks. You end up having to chain it up to the fence, mm-hmm. and then some angry janitor will no doubt come out and say, "Oh, you can't chain your bike up there." Yeah. yeah. My experience that yeah, I mean, if I'd have known they've had that mm. clothes recycling thing, I'd have brought some stuff <clears> out. But uh, yeah. um, one thing that. Um, Light my move slightly on the way here is that there was outside a house on our journey to the grid there was um, a house selling some stuff they'd grown in the garden uh, which is something I always like to see and they'd done the brilliant thing which always puts me in a good mood they had a homemade sign and they'd written in big letters look and the O's of the look no. are turned into eyes oh. and I, I love that yeah. I know some people don't like that I, I just I don't know there's something about that it puts me in a good mood so yeah. the two things are kind of balancing off Okay. And as a result, I'm kind of ambivalent at the okay, moment. Right. Well, let's uh, let's go and have a look at that cricket pitch and, uh, and see which, which which side of the fence we fall on. So we're taking a walk around to the uh, the football pitch, and the football pitch here, you got to say, is quite well. Do you know, I would say, I would describe it as spectacular. I can't actually see the pitch itself because there is a two meter fence, metal fence surrounding it. Uh, if you go to the front, you could probably peek through the uh, uh, through the fence. There's some. Uh, Someone sounds like someone's just scored. Well done. Um, there's, um, there's some holes in the fence around the front, but peering through that at a kids' football match is obviously, you know, just not really uh, an acceptable thing for obvious reasons. Um, but it, it, I, I don't know. I don't understand the secrecy. Maybe Netland Town play it, and uh, and they they charge people to get in rather than come around the outside, which you know is probably fair enough. Uh, but it does seem again we've come out to a village and we seem shut out. Like, you know, a stranger couldn't come round here and watch a match, but, uh, you know, maybe we'd just have to pay a quid or something like that, which would, uh, you know, go to the tea fund. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't think I... You know, at first, it put my back up looking at that. And I think this, this grid is very much about your and I, your, yours and mine's mood. Mm, yeah, it probably is, isn't it? <laughs> we perhaps need to sort ourselves out and stop whinging. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're out here on a nice day. Um, as you know, obviously, kids, obviously, you can hear them enjoying themselves, having a yeah. good time, having a bit of stretch out, getting some exercise. Um... Let's just stop being grumpy old men. You could always stand on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Or actually more like I should stand on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, no, and if it was a, if it was a cartoon, we'd wear a big, a very big overcoat. <laughs> we don't have to pay one pound yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. You could describe what was going on. No, actually, it needs to be me on top. I'd have to describe what was going on. I get this feeling you, you wouldn't know. No, I ain't got a clue. You know, yeah, I think, which grid was it? That was in our first visit to Skelly. Yeah. We, uh, we were watching some football. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I let you in on my lack of prowess. Yeah, in, uh, in terms of football. Yeah, that's true. Now, uh, next to the yeah, next to the football pitch, is the cricket pitch. Um, now, I, uh, again, I know, I'm not even going to ask you, Johnny, because I know you're not very clued up on cricket. I used to go and watch uh, England, but only really because it's a mammoth 
session you know it's, it's a good day out uh, everyone's having a good time you get the train over to Nottingham Trent Bridge uh, good atmosphere you know you're seeing your national team play a game you don't understand um, and uh, well, the, the drinks are expensive but it's, it is a good day out I would recommend it to someone uh, even if you're not too keen on the game Johnny I mean you and I would go and we'd have a great time just because you know it's, it's, it's a good crack it's, uh, you sit around some uh, some very very entertaining people there's fancy dress the whole thing it's all going on I can't remember seeing a ball of cricket played because you're too busy looking around at everything else that's happening um, but I, I, I'm here now and I quite like now, now this is what I do like and this is tipping the balance and I'm, I'm, I want to be positive about this place because that is a nice scene isn't it you know you've got the uh, the covers they've got covers over the pitch they've got a pavilion the rope going around the outside um, and the even the even the blockers at the end of the pitch so you can see the ball coming that's what that thing there on wheels is um, so they, 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 it blocks out the light or or, or something like that. So the, the, the guy who's batting can see the ball coming yeah yeah that's what it is yeah that's what it is and uh, people are just getting out of their cars now they've got a bit of cricket gear on uh, and they're going to spend the entire day just Having the crack, um, teasing the uh, the batsman when he misses, teasing the guy. It's not about teasing, really. Teasing the guy when he when he drops the catch, um, and a lovely cricket round of the pod. Just hold this microphone, Johnny. Here's one thing I do very well. Right, okay. okay, listen to this. This is right. a, this is a cricket round of applause. Okay. That's yeah? very good. Exactly. There's a certain, you know, I'll teach you that one day. There's a certain way of cupping cupping your left hand yeah. in order to slap it with the top of your right hand that's that's a good cricket round of applause um but hey there's someone kicking a football on the cricket that's pitch I, that's cricket, that's that's, <laughs> that's literally not cricket <laughs> there we go. I, did, I knew there was a reason we were going to start our, our final series of lincoln a to z with uh this uh, this netlam grid because that's probably the best outline the best you could almost even call it a punchline johnny couldn't you yeah i'm quite proud of myself with that yeah yeah i, I can't beat that that's it no point <laughs> listening to any more of the yeah, show. I'll, yeah. I'll never beat that. Well, is that after this, only another 14 to go. Only another 14 to go, well. Johnny. Um, still seems like a mountain to climb till we get to the end of 52. 52 was uh, always, always an ambitious number, but you know what? Now we can almost see the light at <laughs> the end of that tunnel now we're uh, coming up very soon you're going to hear the second part uh, of our visit and you'll probably hear i think i think this is the one where johnny and i fall out so uh, yeah stay tuned for that lincoln a to z now believe it or not the current generation of dwellers in netlam are not the be all and end all there have been people there before them <laughs> they've not only existed but shaped what netlam has become uh, which is a very contrived way of saying it's time to hear joanna hughes from the lincolnshire archives Milsane Park, which you can see in the northeast part of this week's grid square, is named after the town in northwest France, which Nettlem's twinned with. The rest of the grid square looks a total blank apart from the perforated lines of the old footpath and trackway. But if you listen to other podcasts, you'll know that often a lot of history has gone on in the most nondescript looking grid squares. The village website points out that you're not a true Nettlemite until you've fallen into the beck which flows so picturesquely through the village. It also states that the village name means place of the nettles derived from the fact, perhaps, that nettles tend to grow in concentrated areas of phosphates, which are in themselves often associated with human settlement. And it's understandable why humans would want to settle here, having a supply of fresh water, being a useful distance from the large trading centre of Lincoln, and nestled in between two important roads, which are at least Roman in date. The early medieval bishops of Lincoln certainly thought it a pleasant place to dwell, as they developed the existing manor house, which was there in Saxon times. It was owned by Edith of Wessex, she was the wife of the Saxon King Edward the Confessor and sister of King Harold, who was on the receiving end of William the Conqueror's forces at the Battle of Hastings, if I recollect correctly. The land at Nettlem stayed within royal ownership via Empress Matilda, daughter of Henry I, 
It was Matilda who whooped the bottom of her cousin, King Stephen, in the first Battle of Lincoln in 1141. The manor then came into the possession of the bishops of Lincoln, and it was turned into a palace. Don't forget these weren't just bishops of Lincoln, they were bishops of the Lincoln Diocese, whose jurisdiction stretched through England from the Humber down to the north bank of the Thames. We hold the records relating to the Lincoln Diocese at the archives, shells of documents which relate to hundreds of villages in other counties like Leicestershire, Northamptonshire, Bedfordshire and Buckinghamshire. Our diocesan collection has been designated the rare status of, quote, outstanding national and international importance. Not my words, the words of someone else. Anyway, enough trumpet blowing. Where was I? Yet yeah, so, a palace. We can only imagine what it must have looked like from remaining earthworks, documents and archaeological remains, but they all go towards describing a substantial walled structure with a gatehouse, terrace gardens and a range of buildings. In 1336, Bishop Burgersh was granted a licence to fortify his palace at Nettlem with crenellations or battlements, and to surround it with a stone wall. This could have been for defensive purposes, but modern historians believe it was just a status symbol or architectural bling. The palace was damaged during the Lincolnshire Uprising in 1536, grubby pitchforks, but it wasn't finally deserted until later on in the 16th century. Then some of the buildings were dismantled to provide stone for improvements to the Bishop's Palace in Lincoln, and by the later 18th century, no buildings remained standing. If you really want an idea of how the Bishop's Palace at Nettlem might have looked, go and stand in their city pad, the medieval palace which stands in the shadow of the cathedral. As ruinous as it now is, it still manages to reflect the enormous wealth and power of the medieval church and how it would have once have been one of the most important domestic buildings in the country. Henry VIII came here to visit Cardinal Wolsey, who was Bishop at the time. Just like the city version, the palace in Nettlem played host to kings and princes as well as bishops. In 1301, King Edward I, you know, Hammer of the Scots, played by Patrick McGowan in Braveheart, he was having a sleepover with his entourage at Nettlem, and it was whilst he was here, for the first time, that he proclaimed his son, the future Edward II, Edward of Carnarvon, a.k.a. Prince of Wales, a title given to all subsequent first-born sons of the monarch to this day. I know this is one of those rare <coughs> occasions where I'm bringing in stuff from just outside this week's area, as the bishop's palace stood in fields just along to the west of here. But I like to imagine the bishops might have let their hair down in our grid square, perhaps making use of the tennis courts or the football pitch of Mulsane Park. Well, thanks as always to Joe, And as she hints there, it's not always the cleanest of connections, but she never, ever fails to dig up the goods for us. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z. Uh, now to the second part of our grid visit uh, to Netlamar V3 Grid Square. Johnny and I are loitering without any kind of intent. We've come round now the back of the pavilion. feels a little bit like we're trespassing. I think there are people wanting to get ready for their, their day's cricket. But there are practice nets, everything. Really good facilities here. We've slagged places off before because uh, they had good facilities and the, the money was being spent here but I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, this, this place is cheering me up it's nice it's a, even, oh, someone's left someone's left a cricket ball in that pavilion oh, wow. uh, now we're always looking for objects aren't we Johnny we are for yeah. that is a perfect object it is a perfect object sums up this area well a cricket ball um, but that would be stealing wouldn't it because it's not our cricket ball it's somebody else's cricket ball oh they've left it though yeah but if I leave my microphone here now mm. right um, uh, because I've forgotten it and we, we cycle off home um, this is still my microphone isn't it yeah but I always think balls are different balls are finders keepers yeah I'd, if it was up to me I'd do it yeah I know but you know I have to be 
um, the voice of reason, don't I, in your in your balmy criminal world? Um, and uh, that cricket ball, my friend, is say, imagine someone comes out today, right? Some young kid, some ten-year-old kid comes out with his cricket bat, looking for his cricket ball that he left here last night because he's he's wanting to practice, wants to be in the England team, and in the year 2025. Um, someone should write a song about that in the year 25, 25 he can't make the England team because someone nicked his cricket ball mm. uh, when he was young and he just gave up on cricket and that wasn't it and he, he, took a, he took a wrong path took some wrong turns ended up, you know, down and out <laughs> we stopped someone's England career because we've taken that ball to put it in the collection yeah. in December 2014 I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think it's right I know right from wrong yeah. taking that ball is not right. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. I can see you're disappointed, but I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm yeah. going to live with it. I'm going to live with it. I'm not bothered. Okay. I think also with that ball, it's, that's, what, this, that's what this village should be about, isn't it? You should be able to leave... We should have been able to leave our bikes unlocked hmm. over there, shouldn't we? And hmm. someone should be able to leave their cricket ball in the nets of the cricket field without a couple of mugs coming along and half inching it. It's a traffic cone over there. You have been living around students too long. Uh, well, there we go. I mean, we're full of punchlines, aren't we, at the end of these outro joy? I'm, I'm, I'm liking this. It's putting the pressure on now for the rest of the series. But it's been a little while. I mean, you know, I don't know let's not let daylight in upon, well, what we could call magic here. Um, but we do, obviously, we pre-record that, you know, that we haven't just got in from Nettlem. Um So we pre-recorded that. You've edited it down. So you've had a listen to that. You've taken it home, put it on, mm. your, on your computer system. You've edited it through there. You've picked out the highlights. That's the best bits, believe it or not, ladies yep. and gentlemen. And... You must be thinking, oh, yeah, crikey, I'm, I've, I've changed my mind about that. Paul was right all along. Uh, and, and what I was thinking there is ridiculous. I might as well just go and hand myself into the police now. Is this what you're telling me now, Johnny? Is that what you're about to say? Am I right? No, no, no. I think he's absolutely fine. I mean, you're just stretching a bit there, claiming that we're, we're stopping the next great England cricket star. Well, we haven't, have we? That's that's the point. Well, yeah. when when one comes through, when when one comes through, and I'm going to make it my job now to make sure <laughs> one does from Netlam near Lincoln, and then the thing is, when people are attached to Netlam, so um, it won't be from Netlam. They'll never say they're from Netlam. They're from Lincoln, and everyone mm. jump on that bandwagon. Get the yeah, glory, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Lincoln. Yeah, he's from us. Lincolnshire. People say, oh yeah, he's from Lincolnshire. Yeah, yeah. People say he's from England. Oh yeah, he's from England. People say he's from Europe. All right, stop me, right? Okay, but you get the idea, don't you? People and people will be reveling in his glory. The new Freddie Flintoff, uh, the new Ian Botham. Um, I'm trying to think of another Stuart Broad is he a <laughs> cricketer yes he is oh, see I, I know more about Matt. cricket than I, I lay on really don't I? yeah which is worrying me some, somewhat uh, I think I saw that on Pointless that's the only way uh, I know oh yeah yeah, yeah. perfect uh, perfect perfect quiz uh, for your daytime viewing so you're still standing by it I am yeah yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with taking that at all <laughs> I mean no one would have missed it the worst thing is I'm, I'm never going to bow down to you on this one Joan. the worst thing is is you remember on Ron Monk Road Q10, is that grid? I don't know, we've got so many grid numbers running through our heads, I can never remember what. Anyway, Monk Road, when we were on Monk Road, what did I pocket? Oh, yeah, tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, so tennis players are fair, well, fair game, are they? But cricket is not. Oh, no, I was thinking about this just while that last record was playing. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, no, I don't remember this. And I brought it up. I don't know why I brought it up, because you'd forgotten about it. I had, yeah. Um, yeah, but now you say that, that's a strong argument for me. It's like, you know, sometimes I can't believe my own mouth. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I have to stand here and say something in front of this microphone, don't I? I mean, that's mm. that's the point. And um, if it means getting myself in trouble, then it's a small sacrifice to pay. Um, I think the only way out of this, Johnny, and what what worries me now, why I'm worried about the fact that you knew the name Stuart Broad, 
uh, is because I've, I've written down a little quiz here. I thought we could battle okay. this out over a little pointless quiz because there's nothing we like more, is there? You know, oh, yeah. uh, stay tuned. Question of Lincoln still coming up for uh, uh, the supreme of pointless quizzes. Um, uh, which is still in. It's, it made the made the thing. We're going to carry on with the, the question of Lincoln, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, we've, we've yeah. Both I've written some questions, so yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, at least yeah, for yeah. the next six weeks. Okay, right. Okay. Well, I do mine week by week, as you know, uh, and, and sometimes uh, minute by minute. Uh, that's the difference between me and you, isn't it? it <laughs> It is. It's a beautiful difference. So I've written down some, some cricket You've questions. You've been writing these questions during the last record, haven't you? <laughs> no, no, I've, yeah, I've been writing these questions In typical down. fashion. Uh, in typical, yeah, last minute, last minute, Paul. Um, okay, so because you know that, I'm worried now because you're going to know the answers to these. This is, these, are, these are bound to have been on pointless at some point. Okay. Uh, cricket positions, positions over the field. Okay. Right, okay. Um, how are you on those? I don't really know what that means. You looked away when you said that. Mm. Right, okay, right, okay. <laughs> cricket positions, right, okay. So we know they've got names. You know cricket positions have got names, don't you? I'd, I'd assume so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you know. If you know the name Stuart Broad, you know all these. Right, okay, so question one. And this is this is it. This is it. We're going to find out the, the final uh, decider who's right and who's wrong on this. Okay. Okay, so uh, usual A, B, or C uh, scenario. Um, which one is the correct cricket position? Is it silly mid-off, daft mid-off, or Silly Madoff. Um, That's the edited version. I've got something to scroll through there. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple, a couple of words I wrote when I was making one of these up uh, that uh, you know, are certainly not broadcastable. Um, right. So Silly Midoff, Daft Midoff, or Silly Madoff. I'm going to try Silly Midoff. You're correct, yes. Well done. Oh, okay. Brilliant. One to me. Uh, ding, 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 yes. Um, okay. You're going to win this. Right, okay. So um, Shallow Backward Point, mm. Deep Backward Point, or Deep Norfolk point. You see what I did there with the backward and Norfolk thing? Deep, deep, uh, oh, I see, yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife's from Norfolk. Oh, no. <laughs> I can never go around to your house again. All I'm I, doing is digging a big hole here. I'm going to go and fetch a JCB to dig deeper. I'm going to say deep backward point. Uh, yes, you're right. Hey, okay, two okay, to right. me. Yes, yeah, two to you. Right, there's three questions. Uh, that's taken the edge off the game, Johnny. Um, little, oh, I um, should have delivered yeah, got that yeah, wrong I if mean, I had any. You were nominated for a Radio Production Award. Once, yeah, yeah. Um, so what you should have done is thrown that one. Yeah. And come in for this last one because you obviously know this because you've seen the answers yeah. on pointless at some point. And my and the ones I make up aren't very good either. So have we on this one is it <laughs> a uh, shingle stop? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so that's not right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gone for that. that. Sounds quite good. Uh, uh, B stout stop. Which I put in because I know you like stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think I can see where this question or, is going. Or is it C, long stop? Well, you could be bluffing there, but I'm, I'm going to go for long stop. Okay, Johnny, yes, you're correct. You know more three about out of three. There we go. I'm mm. a cricket expert. You are, aren't you? Okay, uh, a job on uh, a test match special beckons uh, for Johnny, and uh, I'm heading for well, commercial radio, obviously. Lincoln A to Z. A question of Lincoln. That's right, as the uh, legendary voice around here, uh, Siren FM, Tom Davis, uh, tells us it's time for a question of Lincoln. Johnny, I think we should change things around. New uh, new series, final series of Lincoln A to Z. Um, right. You going to go first? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first this time. Nice, uh, nice easy one for you. Excellent. Early this year. Lincolnshire County Council spent £2 million on improvements to the Brant Road, Newark Road, Rookery Lane Junction, <laughs> which yeah. falls into our K16 and L16 grids. Yeah, you're right. Now, these improvements were designed to reduce traffic delays at the junction. According to a subsequent traffic survey, how much have delays reduced as a result of the £2 million works? 
Is it A, five minutes? <laughs> yeah. B, two minutes? Or C, 20 seconds? Your 10 seconds starts now. Oh, wow. Well, I, I think I know exactly what this is. <laughs> uh, I've not seen it. I've not seen anything like this. Uh, I think we all know what, what that's going to be. Um... I'm going to be... No, I, was, I wasn't going to throw one. I was going to take one for the team there and throw it away just to be comical and give you your moment of glory. Uh, but I'm going to snatch you from you. I'm going to say 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is 20 seconds, yeah. So I hope everyone's enjoying their extra 20 seconds in bed. But don't enjoy your 20 seconds too much because apparently delays in the evenings have actually increased. So £2 billion well spent there. Uh, what the, uh, there, there are roadworks going on New York Road, but this is very dull radio for people to talk about roadworks, <laughs> isn't it? You know, is it, you're doing it, if you're doing it on a breakfast show or a drive time, talk about roadworks all, all, all the way. But uh, uh, an evening special interest show like... Uh, <laughs> like special like, interest? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Makes it sound like porn. Uh, right, okay, time to change the subject now. Johnny, I need to move you on. I'm, sometimes I think I should be the producer and you the presenter. Mm. Um, okay, right, my question of linking to you now. Uh, my question of linking to you, um, <laughs> we might have alluded to earlier before. I've lost a bit of paper. Uh, it might well be under the sofa at home. Um, so that's uh, that, I can save that for next week, can't I? However, uh, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be the, the, the corporate man here, Johnny. Okay. Um, it's not like I'm making this up on the spot. <laughs> so... I mean, if you've had even a, a passing interest in our travels around Lincoln since we started in, uh, well, in what feels like 1985, uh, then you'll know that uh, we're, we're putting an exhibition at the end of this. It's a, a five-week run uh, starting at some point, Johnny, at yeah. some point in December. Okay. Uh, now, something uh, we put out an idea and uh, other people have run with it. Now, we've commissioned artwork from local and national artists, uh, and we're based with a very loose team, loose team, loose theme, of Lincoln A to Z and told them to just go and be creative. We're also putting a piece together ourselves, uh, which, uh, John, you're always very curious about, aren't you? You're not really... You, you, you haven't got the vision, have you? I, it's my it's my artistic vision here. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and that's and worrying, you, isn't it? You usually have, um, I wouldn't say a blank face, but a, a puzzled face whenever I, I, I bring up our, our exhibition. Mm, it's very much your thing, I think, yeah. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm leaving it in your hands. Yeah, good. Right, OK, so uh, my question of Lincoln to you, Johnny, when is our... <laughs> exhibition oh, okay. starting. What is the opening date of our exhibition? Oh, I really exhibition? should know You okay. should. Yeah, you should, yeah. <laughs> is it the 18th of December? Okay. Is it the 20th of December? Or is it the 21st of December, 2014? Johnny? Oh, well, the 20, 20th and 21st sound far too close to Christmas. But, oh, it's 18... Uh, you've said it so many times, I, I should know, really I know. know it. Um, I'm going to say the twentieth. Yeah, you're right. Am I right? Yes. Oh well, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Johnny. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you'll be there. Wait, oh, yeah, that's that's when the exhibition starts. I don't know when opening night is. Uh, this is something mm. that we've we've always promised that uh, we'd have a, a very very cheap bottle of Carver yes. uh, to celebrate, didn't we? And yeah. uh, and do you think we'll wear a suit that night? I'm not so sure. Oh, I don't know. I said before we move on. Um, what you got? Well, we've, we've had this extended break, and during that extended break, I found out something about you. Oh, no. Which <laughs> distressed me quite a bit. We've all got our little, you know, our dirty little secrets, our skeletons in the closet. <laughs> um, but I found out something quite distressing about you. Tell, tell the good people at home where you were actually born. Oh, right. Um, oh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. If, uh, Boston. Yeah, Boston. Not Lincoln. You're a pilgrim. <laughs> I had no idea that I had a Bostonian in the studio with. You've been going on about Lincoln like you're a proper Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're actually from Boston. So next week, for one week only, oh, no. we're going to do a question of Boston. Oh, right, Just okay. so you can answer, answer a question about your beloved hometown. Okay. 
uh, and give you a bit of a head start. So, question of Boston next week. Oh no. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. That, that, Johnny, that's a great idea. That, that you know, that for me tells me why you were nominated uh, <laughs> for the Radio Academy Award, and I wasn't. That's a fantastic idea. Um, we will have a word off air about uh, you springing these kind of surprises on me, though. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot UK. Entrepreneur. Poet, genius, all-round good egg are the words I used to describe this man when he laid on some free booze at a recent relaunch of one of his websites. The rest of the time, my words for Treff Davis are unbroadcastable. V3, Mulsanne Park. Sporting triumphs and utter dejection. When our third child was quite young, he went along to Saturday morning football at Mulsanne Park. We were never quite sure whether Mulsanne rhymed with frying pan or window pane. I was of the former camp but others in the family claim the latter. Being of all-seeing, all-knowing disposition, I am, of course, right. Though the argument was never truly settled, and I doubt that anyone cares or even realises it was an issue. The boy was never going to make it as a footballer. I recall a beautiful spring day when the sun was shining, and for once it was a pleasure to have to perform parental duties and take him and his pals out to Nettleham. There have been other times when the icy blast of a gale blowing across from the Urals made me wonder why he wasn't more interested in jigsaws as a hobby, but this was not one of them. It was a perfect day for football. You should know I am not one of those competitive parents who shout instructions from the sideline and remonstrate with the ref when he thinks that a decision has not gone the right way. Still, I do like to celebrate the on-pitch success of the boy. I can be very loud in my appreciation. No wilting lily I. This brings me to the other point about ideal footballing conditions, and that is what is good for football is also good for spring growth. In the case of Mulsan Park, this might be a renewal of activity in the hedgerows and also on the playing surface itself. We like the new growth in the grass, even though it means work for the lawnmower. Unfortunately, grass isn't all that grows on a football pitch. Daisies also flourish. On the beautiful day in question, the lad was dawdling in the outfield and his attention was caught by a certain daisy. This daisy must have been a fast grower because the pitch had not long been mowed. The daisy clearly merited closer inspection. Now, one of the aspects of the game of football is that people run around the field kicking the ball this way and that, and there is a good chance, if you stand in one spot, that the play will eventually come your way. On this occasion, with daisy inspection in full flow, the opposition winger came thundering towards my lad, who was totally oblivious to anything other than the daisy. The winger shot past, and with only the keeper between him and stardom, made certain of his place on the score sheet, and no doubt of lasting fame in the history of Nettleham under-sixes football. The boy looked up and trotted over to some other part of the pitch, neither jubilant nor utterly dejected. Our thanks, as always, to Treff Davis. And if you'd like to see some of Treff's work, then I'd almost insist that you uh, log on to philosopherontap.com. Lincoln, A to Z. Now, that's going to do you for this week's programme. Any more, and we have to start charging for this. Um, now, Johnny, this is normally the point where I would say, where are we going to be going next week? Um, we're going to stay a little bit mysterious around that. Not because we're, uh, you know, we're, we're secretive. It's because, uh, well, we haven't thought this one out yet, have we? Yeah, no clue yet. No, no, no. no. So, uh, well, once the uh, once we put the faders down and the mic light goes out, uh, uh, saying that we're live on air, we'll probably have a bit of a wrestle, a bit of a tussle, and find out what uh, uh, where we fancy heading next week. Uh, so, uh, so tune in nine o'clock Monday night, Siren FM for that. Um, thanks. 
to Trevor Davis and Joanna Hughes and of course you for listening. This has been a Joe Schmo production for Siren FM.